0: What is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness radio show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Access Consciousness show on Voice of America It's Andrew Gardell, and I'm very excited today, because, well, one, it's a pre-record, so don't get your hopes on and try and call in. But, two, I have two of my favorite guests, well, two of my favorite people to talk to in the world, because they always blow me away, or mess me up in some way, for the better. Um, We're so looking forward to that bit of it. (laughs) (laughs) So I have the two Bowmans, Steve and Trutissa. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hi,
2: Andrew. Um, Thank you so much for having us.
1: Um, yeah. So, so what are we talking about today, Shushesa?
2: Well, uh, we would like to invite you to the new possibilities that we have created in the book form called "Conscious Leaders for Futures That Are Sustainable." Mouthful, isn't it?
1: A- yeah, th- that's <laughs> like. I feel like it's like.
3: Can you fit all that on? Well, on the one nice cover. The nice thing is, that "Conscious Leaders" is in big. And then it's like little subtext for uh. futures that are sustainable. The reason we came up with that is because
2: no, the reason we came up with that was <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: the reason. It's going to be a feisty that.
3: interview, I can tell already.
2: The reason we came up with that was the title was given to us by Mr. Gary Douglas. Ah, mm.
3: that's the reason. I was going to say that.
1: That
2: was the
3: reason. <laughs> that
2: was the reason. I got it. We extrapolated with him for five seconds and he said yes that is definitely the title because we wrote a book with him 15 16 years ago called conscious leadership yes and i one day when we were in ireland or something so i, I said to him gary is now the time for us to 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 write a new book or create something that's totally different because uh, when we first wrote the book, Conscious Leadership, the whole concept was totally new. If we, if you uh, Google or search something about Conscious Leadership, there was nothing. Except mm-hmm. us. No one talked yeah. about it, no one knew what it was, and mm-hmm. no one actually cared too much about it. And about three years ago, I got the energy that I think now is the time that people are able to receive more Mm -hmm. and if you look at this reality a lot of businesses start writing about it, Mm -hmm. start talking about conscious leadership so we thought, okay so what would it be like if we start looking at conscious leadership the way access consciousness look at consciousness not conscious leadership in the way of other people talking about conscious leadership
1: well, and you know, it's, it's interesting, as you are saying that, I was just looking at, because we talk about consciousness, and what's consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. Mm. So if you were looking at being a conscious leader, it's actually where you're including everyone and not judging anyone.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's certainly part of it. The the, the thing with leadership these days is most, most training programs and everything you write and, and read about leadership is all about how to do it, do it, do yeah. it. Here are the 15 key yeah. criteria for being a leader in yeah. today's environment. And the difficulty with all of those is that they miss the point totally. Yeah, a true leader is one who chooses to be, yeah, not the doing. And that's why you have so many absolutely horrible leaders that are out there. They might have a title of leader, but what they're doing is not actually creating greater for the world. Yeah, and I never liked reading those. Um,
1: like, I had a lot of friends that were reading, like in practice school, they were re- reading all those business books about like 15 steps to wealth or 15 like all the things that like the things rich people do and i never i couldn't read a book one of those books huh. you know like the steps because i was like i can't do these steps and i was like you know what but you saying that now i just realize how much of it is focused on this doing mm-hmm. and and you know i think that you know the the doing versus being conversation really ties into the last part of your guys's title yeah which is the sustainable future?
2: Yes. Well, most people totally misidentify consciousness. Mm-hmm. Even even the people who are in the mystic, what do you call, it, what mystical, the
1: spiritual, spiritual
2: community, spiritual community. Yeah. Um,
3: metaphysical,
2: metaphysical yeah, there you go. Um, people talking, even consciousness is is bring it back to doingness mm-hmm. instead of looking at the state of being mm-hmm. conscious mm-hmm. and that's what when I had conversation with Gary is that this this is a space where we could create totally different book for people to know that consciousness is not doing mm-hmm. and if you want to be a conscious leader it mm-hmm. would have to come through it within mm-hmm. It can't come from fifteen step of how to do conscious leadership mm-hmm. like you said Most people tell, give you a prescriptive formula about how to do leadership on someone else. And they never look at conscious leadership from inside. You know, we often ask people, are you a leader of of your own life? Not even a conscious leader. Are you a leader? And most people will sort of look at us and say, what do you mean by that? I said, you know, we're going to invite you to look at Who is the leader of your life? And how are you creating your life? Because if you are not a leader who consciously creates your life with deliberate choice, with uh, everything you be and do, actually create a life that you would like to have, then are you really a leader of your life? And if you are not a leader of your life, who is?
3: The dog. The dog. The dog. It's always the dog. It's always the dog. But the thing, the thing in this is what, makes, what, what most people really don't get in our experience is that when we talk about it's not about doing, it's yeah. all about being, then people often misidentify that as sitting down and just being yeah. and being and being and absolutely no doing. The, yeah. the, the point behind being is it opens up the doors for all the doingness that needs to be done. Yeah. If you are being, then there are infinite ways of doing things. Yeah. So when we, when we talk about it's not the doingness, the beingness always is the catalyst for the change of how to do something. So often most people learn how to do things, but no one ever talks about, well, what and who should I be? be mm-hmm. before I even look at what it is that I need to do mm-hmm. so be do is really the way of looking at things there so uh, a truly conscious leader is someone who absolutely is in tune with who they're choosing to be and who they're choosing to be with who they're having to deal with mm-hmm. or who ha- who they're choosing to be with any situation that comes up and the doing stuff looks after itself yeah
1: there you go. There you go. I know. I, That's I mean, a pretty poignant
2: point. Basically, we, you know, we know you for quite a few years now.
1: Yeah.
2: And just from your own personal experience, though, Andrew, do you sense that you are... Because you've been doing conscious, you know, access consciousness for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you, from my observation, you have changed... So much in the way you create your life and your own reality. I could be projecting, but I don't know. I'm asking question. Are yes. you? Have you? Have you sensed that you have creating your life in from a totally different place? I
1: think. I think part of it is The acknowledgement. I actually knew what I was creating my life from. Mm-hmm. You know, I th- and part of that is just perspective. I think as as like I have more experience and working because. Because when I graduated chiropractic school, I hadn't, like, had a a job or anything, and I hadn't run a business or anything. Or at least I thought I didn't know how to do these things, you know what I mean? And then it's like, as I go on and I choose these things, and I just choose them because I'm like, okay, what's going to work for me in this area? Because I had no other reference for it. So I'm just like, okay, so what's going to really work here? And I started watching the, the way I would create, and one that it would actually create, and that, you know because i always listen to gary and talk about well it's like you know the interactions you have the engagements you have that creates your future mm. it's like you know you ha- i don't care how many people come to those class but if those people come to my class and they're they enjoy it and they're grateful and they get something out of it you know whether they tell me or not they'll probably tell others or they're just being an energy that contributes
3: mm. um well, the other part of that, too, is you have so many things going on, it doesn't matter if any one class yes. has the number of people to, that, that make it not. Because you've got so many things going on, yeah. that there'll be some that'll be absolutely brilliant, others that'll be different than that, and it doesn't matter. And, I, and and that's one of the things I learned, you know, like when I was
1: first starting out, I wouldn't have that. But then when I when I really started, like that kind of was one of the things that started really breaking things open for me with, with my business, in a way and leadership is because i had so many things going on that i couldn't like obsess over one thing i would just like okay like let's do this and i just you know it's like even before this i was just doing a like a a 15 minute video with a class i have coming up so i'm like okay that's done and we're on to this you know and it's like when i move at that rapidity and with that speed like, you can't hold on to anything. Well, nothing's significant just like, then, is yeah, it? Yeah, nothing's significant. Yeah. And it's like, okay, boom, well, what do I have to, like, be present with, you know, in a different way? And you're just present there, and you do it, and then you let it go. And, like, if it creates, you know, it's, like, really where you, you blow the dandelion and you see w- what, what, what plants and what makes weeds and what's just...
2: Did, did you have a very, did you have awareness of how you would like to create as your life? at certain point in time, like what you want to be, what sort of things you would like to have as part of your creation, a sense that you have that more clarity than a lot of people about yeah, the I, job you
1: want that I, I mean, even in, like, what led me to access was I remember I was so fed up with chiropractic school and, and feeling like crap afterwards, like each day was like, I don't want to be here and it was like i remember one night i was like okay universe and i don't even know where i got universe from cuz i <laughs> hadn't like i wasn't taking a bunch of metaphysical things i was like okay universe like there like either there has to be something that's actually interested in empowering people and and going beyond itself and like changing when it finds new stuff or i'm going to create it hmm. And I don't know. And then, like, did you create showed... access? Way yeah. to go, Andrew! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I was just like, but then I totally forgot about this too. Yeah. You know how you say these things, and then access showed up like three. months And you later
3: created that. You, you actually created it to show up. And yeah. This is again. This is one thing that most people don't get. Everything that occurs in their life, they create. Yeah, and you created access showing up in your yeah. life. And the other thing
1: I realized recently that that might be like where I got a lot of clarity recently is. You know, Gary's always talked about it's like he's not the only one creating access. It's like, especially us facilitators, you have to create it. And like for such a long time, I was like, oh, I found access. It's creating itself. Like I can just be part of it. Yeah, Yeah, plug in. Like I don't have to. And then it's like, oh no, no. There's like things even now that I'm facilitating where I'm like, no. Like I know something here, and I'm like, oh wow, this is something I know that no one else sees. Mm. Like I have to actually be the one to create this. And like you know, step foot mm. first. And then you can
3: choose to create a business from it or
1: create a hobby from it. Yeah. Or do whatever you like with it. But yeah. but like you said, I think the important thing is I have to choose. Yeah. Like no one else is gonna choose or create it for mm. me. Mm. And yeah. I think that ties into the conscious leadership where yeah. it's like you know, to really be a leader you have to be willing to take that first step, to yeah. make that choice, whether anyone else sees it or not. Be, then do.
2: Yeah. yeah. And that's the title being a conscious leader. For futures that mm-hmm. are sustainable, and you are create futures that will be sustainable for you, because from what we have been uh, recognizing and noticing in you is a sense that you have more deliberate deliberate choice about what you would like, even though you might not expressing it into word. But you know, you know what what you want to do. What what kind of job you want to do what business you want to create huge and clarity you are, and you
3: don't need to explain it to anyone you yeah, just do and you it you
2: are creating it yeah. slow, uh, you know with choice by choice by choice whether anyone else like it or not well
1: the, the, you know but that's one of the things I realized um, is that you don't have to explain yourself mm. you know it's like and I read about these CEOs they're like no they just say no yeah. they're like we're not doing that yeah. And people are like, but we did it... Like, they come up with all their just and pants. They're like, no, we're not doing it. This is what we're doing. And it's like, especially when I started looking at, okay, I'm the one creating this. This is my business. Like, no one else... Like, all these other people can say it. But it's mm. like, that's where, you know, I think it really comes down to it. Like, you have to, like, be... Like, have like
3: acknowledge you have some clarity about it or yeah. know something and you choose based on your knowing not on the projections and expectations that other people yeah. try and put on you and and I mean I've done the
1: opposite where I where I was like you know I go to something and it just it didn't feel like it wasn't light or it was just a weird energy I've got to or, do this or there was just yeah. like this thing in my gut that wasn't sitting right but I didn't like or I had the I got to do it and then I get there and and it just didn't work and I was like okay so what did I choose that created this and I went oh, I bought
3: this point of view, I made this thing real. Mm-hmm. So for those that are listening to this, this is a great example of being a conscious leader of your own life. It doesn't matter whether you have a position of leadership, it doesn't matter if you work in an organization or not, it's who you choose to be, and recognizing that you actually have the choice to be a conscious leader of your own life and create Futures that are sustainable. And I think that's probably worth exploring a little bit. What do we mean by futures that are sustainable? Well let's let's go to break and then we can come back and do sustainable futures.
1: So we'll be back in a few minutes.
0: What if age is just a point of view you lock into your body and you can start undoing the judgment with one simple body process? Welcome to the Access Energetic Facelift, a wonderful way to rejuvenate the face and reverse the signs of aging without surgery and invasive treatment. The gentle, soothing touch applied to your face and neck works with your body's cells to restore, enliven and rejuvenate. What if you could dissipate everything you've judged about your face? Once you do and eliminate the judgments, the body has the space to regenerate itself and the benefits are not just skin deep. The Access Facelift also helps you to look differently, act differently, feel differently and create more ease, joy and glory in your body and life. The Access Energetic Facelift. Find out more at accessconsciousness.com forward slash facelift.
1: Man up, tone it down, be a real man. What does that even mean? It's no wonder men are confused on the roles they are meant to play in today's society.
4: Return of the Gentleman is the latest book by Dr. Dane here, where he addresses what it means to be a real man, beyond the box and stereotypes.
2: You know, a gentleman
1: introduces a a really cool and totally different and kind of amazing concept that as a man you can be kind and caring, you can also be potent, you can have women's backs, believe in women's rights and still be sexual and still be attracted to them. It's where you actually
4: get to be all of you. It's the you that you've always known that you were. The Return of the Gentleman is really about you willing to be you and liking the man in the mirror. When you allow yourself to
1: be all of who you be, you become an invitation to something greater in the world. You become
5: a gentleman. Get your copy of the new book now, returnofthegentleman.com.
2: Welcome to the Baby Dragon Manifesto, the fire-breathing sequel to the Baby Unicorn Manifesto, authored by Dr. Dane here and me, Katrina Valentin. Not everyone is born a unicorn. Some people are dragons, fire, flames and all, and these people explore and change the world by setting it ablaze. The Baby Dragon Manifesto tells the inspiring story of a new baby dragon and its journey of self-discovery through failure and fumble, awkwardness and authenticity. Beautifully illustrated, the Baby Dragon Manifesto empowers with one key question. What if your difference is your gift and your wrongness is a strength? You can buy the book at thebabydragonmanifesto.com.
0: You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show.
1: Okay, and we're back. So, let's let's just dive right in because I only have so much time with you guys and I would like talk to you all night. Um, <laughs> so the sustainable, creating sustainable futures
2: mm-hmm.
1: for futures
3: that are sustainable.
2: Well, yeah. most people, yeah. you know, you you know, you facilitate, that. you facilitate a lot of people. Most people, if you ask them about what would they like to create as their future, what do you get?
3: I don't know, I don't
2: know. because they're too busy. More yes. money and
3: life will be better. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. How often just they just work. think about what it is now? And they just want it to be a little bit better tomorrow or next year and the year after. And they wouldn't even think about, oh, do I actually have a choice to to shape my future? Yeah. And what we are saying here is if you choose to be a leader of your own life, what would it be like if you make a deliberate choice to shape your own future as well? Yeah. Not from a fixed point of view about how things are supposed to be, but from the generative moment of being in the question, having to know the choices you can make, so you function from the generative moment of what yeah. else is possible all the time, but you deliberately crafting and creating your future from being the question and nor the expansive choice that you can make
3: and one of the one of the things that's really interesting about this is when you start to deep dive into futures that are sustainable uh-huh. most people when you talk about sustainability they think sustainability is about keeping it as it is surviving. protecting yeah, surviving, surviving yeah. recycling you know, so it's, it's, it's maintenance and doing no worse than where we are at the moment you know, we need a sustainable forest well Yeah, but what if there was something even greater than that? What if that forest could actually grow and create something even even larger in the world? So when we talk about sustainability, it's about actually growing and creating something even greater. And when you look at futures that are sustainable, it's not good enough for us on this planet just to create more of what we're doing and decreasing harm. There's got to be something even greater that we're creating. So futures that are sustainable are looking at creating futures, because there is no one future, Hmm. creating futures that are even greater than what there are now. Yeah. Now, what do we mean by greater? I don't know, but it's going to be really exciting finding out.
1: Yeah. And I think that's one of the other things that uh, recently that I realized with my business and my life is like, oh, I don't want a
2: better future. I don't want better futures. I want different futures. Hmm? Well, better future is full of judgment. Yeah. To say that you want a better future, what judgment do you have to have about what you are having now?
1: Right. Um, but, But, you know, that's what we're taught. You just want, oh, like, I'm making this much money, I'd like my business to make more money. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I don't want my, like, sure, I'd like my business to make more money, but what I really would like in my life and my business is it for it to be different. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Well, I don't know, but I'd like it to be different. I'd like it to be greater. I'd like to, you know like does that mean more people showing up? Sure. Does it mean less people showing up? Okay, cool. What like email you know, That's just a different
3: sort of business. Then. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's also Andrew, you know, uh you might have four different kind of businesses you're yeah. doing right now. But there are infinite possibilities you could do with your business, businesses. There's a multiple stream of possibilities yeah. you create. So, uh You know, futures that are sustainable. What if you have so many stream of possibilities that not just what you are right now, and most people just want to make the business that you are having now a little bit better and make a little bit more money. What if each of the business you are doing now have so many stream of possibilities that, that you have to hire more people to contribute to your business at the same time, you are contributing to their life and living.
1: Yeah. and I so. think you know, like w- when people think of sustainable, they think it's like something that can like be maintained. Yeah. But you know, when you guys are talking about sustainable, it has nothing to do with maintenance. Yeah. It's actually you know something that that doesn't is never destroyed. It's always creating and generating itself,
2: mm. expanding, growing, yeah. thriving, and being more is sustainable. Sorry, that's my telephone. You're my popular. Telephone. It's
1: all right. Um, I mean, people are used to it. Like, Gary, Gary Someone
2: was, wants to talk Gary to you about it. sustainable. Gary
1: was always the worst. Like, unless, <laughs> like, when he would do the show, you'd hear that <laughs> his yeah. phone going off. Yeah.
4: Um,
3: so, the, the conscious leaders is really starts with uh, the choice that each and every one of us makes to be a leader in our own life first. And when we start looking at that, it's, yeah, there are simple, simple tools that many of the listeners will have come across before. Being an interesting point of view with everything is one mm-hmm. of the most powerful tools you can be as a leader. Mm-hmm. Because then you're actually able to see what is rather than through the filters of what you expect things to be. Yeah. And that gives you great choice in how to actually make the changes that are required. So, you know, sort of interesting point of view and then there's you know, no judgments no expectations, no conclusions uh, it, again it just opens up the futures that are already possible to be created yeah. so that we're not just trying to fix things or hurt a little less than what we've been hurting
2: well, well, Most of your audience who've been listening to you would probably have idea about what being conscious is about
1: uh, well we we hope so, you know, everyone yes. listening to so, that. Access. <laughs>
2: so what we're talking about here is um, what we just repeat it again just in case. Yeah. Uh, for those one who haven't heard. <laughs> so revision we,
3: folks, revision. Yeah,
2: revision. <laughs> so when when we're talking about being conscious, it's about being present with what is. Yeah. Right. Engaging with everyone and everything without judgment. Yeah. With our point of view about how things are supposed to be. Yeah. So if you can be present totally present with what is with no fixed point of view with no judgement with no uh projection conclusion and be able to receive the possibilities that present itself that's what we truly mean uh by being a conscious leader therefore it's not like you have a plan you know how a lot of people mm-hmm. when you you ask. If we ask you, what what are you creating? My five year plan. What's your five years plan? Oh, What's your
3: goal? That, I'll trump that with my vision board. Oh.
2: What's <laughs> your goal, Andrew? No, we don't <laughs> ever ask people that. Yeah. But we we often invite uh, people to know what their priorities are. Yeah. Because if you don't know your priorities. Yeah. And that's not the fix uh, either, you know. If you have a fixed priority that I want to be a president of United States of America in
3: which, yeah. by the way, we think is a great idea for you. For you. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Again, no. Again, <laughs> no. we never giving Do you. You know what on I mean? No. Some
2: people have that, but you, if you can't just be in the uh, engaged with the the possibilities, then you don't actually have a fixed goal or fixed yeah. uh, projection that this is the path that I'm going down and I'm going to be that. And for you, it, I mean, we're joking about vote for Andrew, but if the time comes and you're able to receive it and you see that the possibility that you yeah. could create different possibilities, and you know, you, you might go. say yes or no, but in this 10 again, you say no now, That's but doesn't it. mean that it will, be, it will be no forever.
1: No, it could be yes someday. Yeah. Next lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: you have to have a transplant first, yeah.
1: right? <laughs> um, I think, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I I was going to say, you know, part of, I think the conscious leader and actually being willing to be a question and everything that creates access growing so rapidly. And I know for my business is when you don't have a fixed point of view, you and you have a priority, you're like, okay, well, I just like to go where there's going to be classes that, you know, actually empower people and, and create more and create greater. And I'm like, okay, so where do I go? And you go to the like you just move and flow in a different way. You You mean you
3: you don't have boundaries about where you go? You're not just stuck in the USA because that's where you were born and bred, you move around a bit? No. I move around a bit. You know, we're in we're in Sao Paulo, Brazil right now. Exactly. So how did you learn how to become a global entrepreneurial business owner? Uh, I chose. Yes, I don't think you got it. You know, you don't, just you,
1: started. <laughs> you, you start and then you 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 just keep going. Yeah, yeah. It's
3: not something you can Google,
1: really. Yeah, it's uh, um, I think there there's you know just like for any kind of starting any business, like the only way you get going is you start. You yeah. have an idea yeah. and you have you like I had a sense of what I would like to create, kind of, sort of, but it's like. Yeah. Not really, and then you start going, and then you, you know, you, you're like, okay, this worked, or this didn't work, or like, did this work? Did this not work? Do I have a point of view here? You know, you just kind of go with
3: it, and you start. One of my favorite conversations, and we have this all the time on the, on the sort of the online programs and face-to-face programs we run, is um, the most common question ever that we get asked, and you get asked the same thing, is how? Yeah. How? How do I start? How do I do that? How do I do that? And my favorite conversation goes something like this. How? Start. But how? Start. But how do I start? Start. But how do I know where to start? Start.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, that's like the number one thing because all the body classes I do. And they're like, well, how do I listen to my body? Hmm. I'm like, listen to your body. Hmm. And they're like, but but how? (laughs) I'm like listen to your ask your body and see what starts showing up and they're like but but how I was like look the how like how do you go to the bathroom (laughs) do you know how you know when to go to the bathroom or do you just go to the bathroom and they're like uh I was like well next time you know you can just not go to the bathroom and see what happens and then you'll you'll how do I do that and then you're off again yeah (laughs) I mean
2: so we are we are so entrained to be trapped into not creating anything mm-hmm. from the limitation of the how.
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: So the how is the thing that this reality have sold to us that as long as we function from I need mm-hmm. to know how, we would never able to create anything ever greater because how is only in the box. It's the biggest
3: but stopper. Of possibilities of yeah. just about anything I've ever come across is the is the focus on, well, unless I know how, then I won't start.
1: But I think that's back to the
3: conversation
1: of, look, a conscious leader is actually about being, not doing. Yeah. But most people go to how because they think it's a doing.
3: Huh. And again, just one more time on this, because again, it's the most powerful message that we've come across is... Once you are being, the doing looks after itself. Yeah. Once you are being, it opens up all the doors of how to
2: do things without
3: having to worry about how to do things. Yeah. I
2: can hear people asking, if they could ring in, they're going to ask, well, how do you be?
3: Well, how do
1: you be? No, you just choose to be. Okay. Start. You choose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so how did you, how did you choose to be, Andrew? Because Because you know you have done it well, successfully
1: well i think that's where you start real actually looking at okay so what would i like to create my life as or yeah. what would i like to create my business as yeah. like what is fun for me like what i what's you know i and like the the like what would i like my life to be like in five years to be like not look like and you know just going from there and And so much of it, I think, for me is, like you said, it's energetic. Like, I know I, like, know something, but I might not be able to put words to it. Mm. And also, you know, when we're talking about creating futures, you're creating something... Like, when you're looking at creating futures, it doesn't exist yet. It doesn't have a reference in this reality, especially if it's something totally different. So it's like you're... You know, and you're kind of like an artist. You're like putting lines in and doing little drawings and it's like each time you make a choice it might get a little clearer and the picture comes in, you know. But most of the time it's like you're walking through a fog almost and you're like,
3: am I going in the right direction? I was, well, I was reading something in the... Uh, we're at Global Foundation in mm-hmm. Sao Paulo and I was reading something in the foundation menu today that just stood out to me. And mm-hmm. there was something that Gary said which was... You don't actually create the future. What you are is aware of the possible futures. Because the future, it, the future gets created by everything. Yeah. So it's not just you that creates the future. Yeah. But if you're willing to be aware of everything, then that is also part of creating the future as well. So the interesting thing for me in that one is that you're not sitting down trying to say, this is the future I want. No, you're aware of the futures that are being created through every choice that you make but also what's happening around you as well. And Mm. that gets pretty darn exciting because then, if if you're in that state of curiosity, then you're constantly looking at, ah, what are these whispers of the future that I'm seeing now? And for those of you that are in business, if you're willing to listen to the whispers of the future, that is what's going to create a business that no one can compete with.
2: But the key word that you said there when you said that to Andrew was that awareness. Mm. Awareness is the thing of the possibilities. As soon as you have such a clarity about awareness, you need to ask yourself: Is that the conclusion? Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you have a reference point and you call it, "Oh, I'm aware that it's going to look like exactly like this," yeah. you already have the reference point that based on what you already know. So, is that the future, or are you trying to create something that? has been based on the past reference points that you had so that's a key thing Mm -hmm. when people say oh I'm so aware, I'm aware that it's going to look like this I think as soon as you say that, you have to ask yourself: Is that conclusion?
3: Be aware of people who say they're aware. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Is that projection? Is that a judgment? Is that the expectation based on everything I already know? Well, then.
1: Yeah, and I'm aware it's time for a break, Ah. which isn't a conclusion. Okay. Um, So we'll we'll be back in a few
2: minutes.
0: Relationship. Are You Sure You Want One? is a brand new book by Simone Millicis and Brendan Watt. So the difference between this book and probably any other relationship book on the shelf is that it does give you some really different, pragmatic, very confronting tools to create your life in a great relationship or to know that it's okay to be single. It's not wrong. This is not your average relationship book. It's not about love or romance. Instead, it offers powerful questions and pragmatic tools you can use every day to create what you truly desire.
3: A lot of us have way too many expectations of our partners in relationship. What I've learned over the years is when you expect from somebody, they either have to reject you or judge you or separate from you. So getting out of that place is giving you freedom in relationship.
0: Relationship. Are you sure you want one? On sale now from you sure you one.com
5: When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at AccessConsciousness.com. facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. AccessConsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy and glory. Go to AccessConsciousness.com to learn more.
0: You're tuned in to The Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. And
1: we're back. So, um, you know, I think the, the be aware of people that say they're aware, you know, that's I think the the interesting thing is, um, especially that I learned, is one, that I don't have to justify things. Uh You know, like, part of it is you don't justify... You never justify. You just choose. Mm. And, like, that's what... Watching Gary, I'm like, okay, you just chose this, but you didn't... He's like, never
3: justify. Never justify, never defend, never explain. Yep. Just choose, and then if people say why... Then you tell them what they need to hear to create the change that needs to be created.
1: Yeah, which I think is like one of the things I've been learning as I'm, you know, handling more staff or or working with different people all over the world is is learning. Okay, what a, what is going to actually be a contribution to them? Mm. Like, what is going to like? Because I could say the way I want it to be done, but is that actually what's going to create the most for the class mm. for everyone showing up? Mm or what what do i have to like maybe me not being a control freak is actually what's going to work. Yeah. And
3: this here. is this is this gets to the some of the core of being a conscious leader is being aware that your being is the thing you need to be most aware of but also being aware of what other people require from you that is going to create the change that's required. Yeah. So Yeah, people have said, I'm going to always be me. Well, that's a bit of a problem because maybe that's not what's actually... Maybe there's a bit of a definition in there about what's you. Yeah. What if you were just what was required in that time, in that point of time?
1: And I know that's like with working with people too because, you know, if we talk about sustainable, Mm -hmm. well, it's not sustainable for me to do everything in my business and try to keep it growing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't create a sustainable future, Mm -hmm. Especially as I add more possibilities and different things and get everything going. Me trying to control and handle it all and be the one that does everything and is in charge isn't sustainable. It just actually creates a limit. Like it, it holds everything back.
2: Coming back to the knowing again, yeah. that you will do what's fun for you, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, even though you might be able to find someone else to do it, for you, but if it's fun and it's expand your life oh, yeah. for you to do it, just do it, and and that's what we are saying that being a conscious leader out there in your business would have start from within you yeah. to know what's joyful, what's fun for you, and you know what would create more for you. So it's always start from within, and some people might say, "Oh, isn't that selfish?" Always go from within. But if you don't know what, would, what you would like to create, yeah. that will work for you. You will try to cre- create based on other people's point of view and their reality all the time. And that's why it has to always come from within.
3: Mm. I mean, the, the, the whole conversation around conscious leaders ties in with the other one of the other pieces of work we do, which is around benevolent leadership and benevolent mm-hmm. uh, benevolent capitalism, and one of our businesses that we've got with Dr. David Kubes which is Benevolence at Work, mm-hmm. and yeah, benevolence means wishing well for all. Mm-hmm. Uh, bene, Latin word meaning wishing well, volant meaning for all. Benevolence.
1: So, so that's where I, I, I toss coins in a, in a thing of water? That's
3: wishing. That's a, that's a wishing well? Yeah, that's a wishing well, and there, there's not much all there. That... That, folks, was vintage Andrew Gardella. <laughs> so, so the notion of being benevolent is wishing well for all, which includes yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's not about philanthropy, it's not about charity, it's none of those things, but it's actually about what, what can I be and do as a conscious leader from a benevolent space, mm-hmm. which is wishing well for all. And wishing well doesn't mean that you're nice, it doesn't mean that you do everything that everyone wants, it's actually what is going to create greater here. And the, the, the whole precept behind benevolence and benevolent capitalism is what is going to create greater, minima- sustainable, sustainable, future sustainable futures, minimize the harm not only to planet Earth but to people, um, and also to recognize that every single time it includes you so that it's not outside so it of you. It starts with you. It starts with mm-hmm. you, yeah. But that's a whole other conversation for another day.
1: That's a, another whole another show topic. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Exactly. Absolutely. So the key thing in here for us is that conscious, conscious leaders um, and the conscious leadership component of that starts with each of us as individuals because each of us can actually create the impact on the futures that will create something that is much more sustainable than it is now. And every choice we make, if we actually recognize that every choice that we make has part of creating the future behind it, Mm -hmm. then it just gets us to look at the choices that we are making and you may or may not change those choices, just to recognise that every choice creates so if you look at your life right now it is the resultant of all the choices that have been made, Mm -hmm. and so if you want to change where your life is at the moment, you start looking at different choices, it's not rocket science, but most people won't even look at that, so that's just a yeah, just a, a really interesting awareness for people to have. Well, I think that's like, you know, when you look at Conscious Leader, because
1: this is something where I run into with a lot of other facilitators or, or, or things that I see, they're like, well, what are you doing? I said, well, I know everything to do with my classes and my business is the creation of my choices. Yeah. No matter who I involve in the classes or whatever it is, like all this, like the class doesn't do well or there's... You know, it doesn't create as much as I would like, whether it's monetarily or people or just the energy. Like, I go right to, okay, what did I choose that created this? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you t- I didn't go, what did this person choose that created this? I go, what did I choose that created
2: you, this? You, t- you take 100% responsible responsibility for... Success or failure of yeah. the class. Yes, exactly. Well, Most people tend to say, "Oh, so and so didn't do that, and the horse didn't do a good yeah. job." Or Reason,
3: justification, well, and conclusion. Well, but yeah. you
1: know what I've realized is when you do that, and and I, I've been guilty of doing that, um, but you give up your awareness and your ability to actually change things. Yeah. Because you, you cannot change someone else. Yeah. But, well, the thing is, I could, have, I could adjust myself, or I could change my tactic, or I could say something. You know, if I see a future being created or coming, like, okay, the train is coming, the, you know, the signs are going, the s- sirens are going, the, 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 the train tracks are, you know, the gate's closing and the thing's going off, and, like, I'm driving onto the tracks. Well, who chose to get onto the tracks? <laughs> I did Did I? was I being aware and listening to all the signs no if I just stopped and waited it would have been fine you know what I mean and this is where I realized you know a lot of the like that's where it goes back to the choice like okay what did I choose that created this mm. Mm. And yeah, you, commit
2: that to your life but the key thing also Andrew yeah. I'm sure that you talk a lot as well Is about to be able to function from that space the willingness to receive yeah Judgment, the willingness to receive from people's point of view about you, about everything, has to be there first. Otherwise, you will trying to create everything else to please other people. And, you know, that is a key thing for conscious leader, willingness to receive and know the choice you make would create something even greater for you, for your life and for the world, if you're truly a conscious leader. Yeah.
1: Um, so we're closing we're closing down we have like 5 minutes left so do you guys yeah. have um
2: Well I- we we we're doing a lot of this kind of conversation on our YouTube channel right. that we created we have created uh we just want to uh allow people to see more conversation that we have uh if they you know if they like to listen to or other ideas about What it would take to be a contributor. What's our YouTube
3: channel, darling?
2: Oh, it's called... Life Mastery Wisdom Wisdom TV.
1: TV. (laughs) There you go. And and we'll put... I'll I'll grab the link off YouTube and put it in the
3: link in the the description, either on iTunes or on Mm. the website. And if if people could do us a favor... So here's me. Here's a call out to peeps. Yeah. People, if you could do us a favor, if you could click the subscribe button and also the bell... What that does is it enables you to get alerted to new ones as as they come through. And as we get a certain number of likes, what that, uh, not uh, subscriptions, certain number of subscriptions, it starts to unlock other
2: It can become a community and movements that we would like to create the conscious. And we're
3: very close to getting the number that it actually starts to unlock community. So help us out folks if you wouldn't mind that would be great yes there you go so Life
1: Mastery Wisdom TV yes. that's it there you go there
2: you go thank you Andrew for thank having you. us
1: oh, we still it's have like four minutes so. oh four well, minutes it's been okay. fun. Like so
2: what can we talk about Andrew?
1: well I think you know you hit on something and I don't like this is a whole another show but you started talking about actually willingness to receive as a conscious leader so you know we have the willingness to be yeah. but also the willingness to receive mm. Yeah, and I think that's uh, yeah, this is like a well. The, the deep end. Of
3: in it. a in a in a summary on that one, the, the greatest gift of the willingness to receive is to be aware of what is and have no judgment of it. But at the same time, or and at the same time, to have no point of view about what people think, what people say. If you're willing to be aware of what they're thinking, what they're saying. Then that gives you great freedom to then choose what it is that needs to change, which sometimes is no change. So the willingness to receive is to have no judgment and no attachment to what people um, think, what they do, to be aware of that, and that gives you immense freedom for what to do next. Yeah.
2: But the key thing is, you know, when we're talking about being a conscious leader and doing, being benevolent at work. We're also talking about wealth creation as well. You know, it's not like doing good and we're just going around being you know, benevolent but poor. No, this is the kind of thing we invite people to see, being a conscious leader, being benevolent at work, and make so much money that you can use the money to create change in the yeah. world. And that's the, the space that we're inviting people to be Create, be a conscious leader, be a benevolent mm-hmm. capitalist, mm-hmm. and able to generate and create wealth and use the wealth to create change and in the, the p- world. And the purpose
3: of money, and this is what people have misunderstood over, over the last 30 years, the purpose of money is always to create change. So... If you really want to create change out there, then start creating some money as well, too. Mm-hmm. Money is not there to spend. That then becomes a uh, a rabbit hole that you go down. The, the reason money was created in the first place, back in the 1300s and 1400s, was that it enabled change to occur. Yeah, And that that is what we've tended to well, lose. Well, currency so. is a movement.
2: The yeah. currency exactly. is a It That's needs right. more. Anyway, if you your listener would like us to come and talk about making obscene amount of money and, and be a conscious leader Well, i will be like your guest so, again so
1: you can come on and be my guest because I'll be the listener <laughs> and I'll just let you guys talk and I'm willing to, to you know, receive that and make an obscene amount of money
2: it is a fun conversation we enjoy um, mm-hmm. you know, having conversation with you Andrew
1: I enjoy it as well um, well there you go so thank you so much for both of you coming on uh, and like I said, if you want more information about the Bowmans, uh, their link for their website and their link for their YouTube series will be down below. And also, you guys, the Conscious Leader book is coming out when
2: it's out it's already, but already. it's a it's a secret. We oh, haven't actually secret. launched anyway. Right. We're okay. going
3: to do a book launch. That book launch is likely to be over a 12-month period, so <laughs> yes. keep tuned.
2: All right, so it's out.
3: There
1: you go. It's
2: out, but right. still deep secret.
1: Yes. And thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, I'll be back next week. Bye.
0: We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.